Welcome to For the Life of Me podcast, where I share musings and perspectives on how we really, truly live a life divine. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm Julie Pyatt, your host. So today I thought it would be a great opportunity to dive into some of the ways that we can keep ourselves healthy while we're living in this modern world of so much uncertainty Of course, in the face of the coronavirus that we are all hearing about nonstop on the news channels 24-7, I think it's appropriate that we remind ourselves how much power we have to engage in certain practices that keep us healthy, connected, vital, and safe, actually. So as a daily practice, one of the first things that I highly recommend that you do is get up and go down to your kitchen and boil some fresh water. Get a three quarters full glass of clean water and then top it off with about a quarter of hot boiling water. You're going to drink this as a flush. A flush means that you drink it all at once without stopping. This is going to ignite the elimination process in the body. And while we sleep in the night, we're gathering toxins and processing certain things, energies, foods, minerals, frequencies. And in the morning, we have the opportunity, if we can just remember to drink a water flush first thing, it will uh, begin the elimination and support the body in releasing all of that experience of life from the previous day, or maybe even days, or maybe even a week. Um, Another thing that you can do in the water flush, you can add a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar. You could also add a squeeze of lemon. I find that I'm extremely sensitive and I don't need those extra things. It's just if you need something more or, you know, you can add those two alkalizing additives, apple cider vinegar, very, very old. Our grandmothers used it for many, many things. Or a squeeze of lemon, also highly alkalizing nutrient. So this is a very, very powerful practice that is very inexpensive and accessible to all of us. And it's easy to forget to do it. So I've known this a lot. This is actually an Ayurvedic practice that was taught to me. But there are days when I can get in the flow or the rhythm of life and just completely forget or just get up and go right to your coffee. Now, I don't drink coffee, but if you can just stop before you go to the coffee, before you pick your phone up, Before you go to the computer, drink a water flush. The body must be eliminating every day in order for you to be functioning and clearing any of the toxins or even processing nutrients in the body. So 
in Ayurveda, we're very, very conscious and connected to what's going on with our bowel movements. So there's a lot of talk about that and, you know, what does it look like? What is the quality and what is the shape and what is the color? And while that may seem like TMI, it really, really is important that you connect with your body and how it is assimilating energy. So the second thing that I would do then is I would go and scrape my tongue. If you don't know about this practice or you don't know what one looks like, Google it. I didn't happen to grab mine so I could show you. It's a very inexpensive wire device. It makes sort of like an A shape. And you literally just take the edge of it and drag it across the surface of your tongue. So when we sleep in the night, our body gathers all the toxins. And if you stick your tongue out, you can see a certain film or a substance or color on your tongue. So this allows us to assist the body in getting rid of all of these toxins that need that can come out. Um, you know, in Ayurveda, which is the ancient Indian science of medicine, I guess I should say, um, it's a lineage-based tradition of awareness of working with nature. This is well known that you can tell a lot about what's going on in the body by looking at the tongue. And so a lot of physicians will actually take a pulse read by checking your pulse. They can tell many, many, many things, but also looking at your tongue, they can tell what's going on in your system. So we can help our body by just scraping the tongue off. I think that's a wonderful preventative practice that you can do daily. Um, that's very inexpensive to buy. I don't know, it's probably under $10 to get a tongue scraper. So get a tongue scraper if you can. <laughs> the third thing that I would recommend is oil pulling using coconut oil. Put a teaspoon of organic coconut oil in your mouth and swish it around for a good full minute or two minutes if you can, and then spit it out. This has the quality of actually pulling more toxins from your system, and you can then release that into the sink and wash it away. Also just very, very accessible and something we all can do every day if only we can remember to do it every day. The next practice is the use of fresh ginger root. So you can get ginger root at any store, or you could grow it in your garden. But depending on your taste, you just could cut off, let's say, an inch of ginger, throw it in your smoothie, your green smoothie, and make sure that you get a fair amount of ginger intake into your body. You also could just juice it and take it as a shot with lemon. Uh, you could add some cayenne or even oregano oil, which is a very, very powerful natural antibiotic. In Ayurveda, there is an awareness. So the more aware you get and the more connected to your body, you can feel if your heat rises. You could feel a constriction maybe in your head or maybe just the first sort of inklings of the beginning of some sensation in your throat. At this time, you could then go, oh, okay, instead of having that afternoon coffee because I'm feeling tired, I'm going to go get myself a, just a shot. Or let me just have warm water and how about just add sliced ginger into just the hot water and just drink that. Another thing you can do that's really inexpensive is just slice the ginger thinly and add salt to it, like a sea salt, and just chew on one chip, one, one little piece. 
And all of this is going to build your immunity. It's going to activate your digestion. And as we start to connect to our body, we start to become more aware of what is in alignment for us, what is right for us, what is beneficial for us. One thing that we know is in the times of the plague, and I'm, I'm not drawing a parallel, this is a new evolution, but I'm just saying in times of disease, lavender is an essence that can protect us from certain viruses and certain things that make us sick, certain toxins. So I would suggest that you get a very good quality essential oil in lavender. And I would also go into the essential oil realm and maybe go to a health food store and smell what smells good to you? What smells supportive for you? You could also do a little bit of research looking into some of these companies. A company that I absolutely love is Floracopia. Exquisitely, beautifully, beautifully crafted essential oils. So maybe go on that site and do a little bit of research. I may be flying in the next couple of weeks, and for myself, I'm making an elixir, which is a blend of frankincense, lavender, helichrysum is a super beautiful one, and orange blossom. Now, I may even add some cloves into this because cloves can be very protective. And what I'm doing, rather than wearing a mask, is I spray this all around myself, actually frequently. And so this is something that we could be doing. We can also be rubbing these oils in the bottom of our feet before we go to bed, taking baths with them. I also highly suggest that we increase the level of bath taking in baking soda, in different kinds of salts, even just an Epsom salt. Make sure that if you travel, that you get in the shower, you wash everything off. All of these are preventative ways of living. I do this every day of my life. I'm very sensitive to different kinds of energies, and especially when I'm around a lot of people, I can't even sleep until I've you know, used some of these techniques and, and practices. And so now I'm going to move into some of maybe the more emotional aspects of keeping yourself well and healthy. And that is to understand toxic situations. And toxic situations could be something very toxic, like an emotional trigger or relationship that is sucking you dry of your energy and keeps calling you and calling you to go back into that experience. And of course, we have to remember that we have to become our own authority and be strong enough to put ourselves first and understand that we have the power to regulate and have boundaries over what kind of visitors come into our lives. When I had developed a golf ball size cyst in the front of my neck in the year 2008, I had the opportunity to work with an Ayurvedic physician healing this cyst um, over a two-year period. And one of the things that he shared with me during that time was he asked me how much stress I had in my life. And I told him how creative I was and how many ideas I had and how many different projects I had going on. And he pointed out to me that is a lot of stress that I was inviting into my life. And so I had redefined it as being 
positive. However, I had failed to create healthy boundaries around what I was doing, and I wasn't giving my body the time to heal, rejuvenate, sleep, and really just rest from all of the trappings of this crazy, busy, modern life. And so one of the first things that he did when I went to him for treatment is he put me on this lifestyle change. And one of the lifestyle changes was the daily practice. Like, what time do you get up? What time do you go to bed? Are you taking business calls 24 hours a day? And this was the first time that anybody had sort of suggested to me that it was in my power how many days I was accepting business calls. It was in my power how late into the night I let people call me or come into my space. And what he told me is that sometimes in life, we have to receive unexpected visitors. Sometimes that happens. He said, but we don't start our life off inviting them in from the very beginning. So this idea of really being able to look at your life and look at areas where energies, people, events, experiences are draining you and making sure that you are developing a system of living where you are in bed at a good hour for you to get the rest that you need. And maybe in this time in the world with this crazy virus going on and all this uncertainty, it would be a good time for us to make sure that we're getting enough sleep, make sure that we're eating healthy for our body, as many organic, living, whole foods as we can. I recommend them to be not all raw. It depends on your system. It's a very individual experience. So don't think when I say plant-based that I mean that you should be eating raw. That is not, in fact, what I mean. What I mean is tune in to what your body needs. I eat about 40% raw and 60% cooked, but that might be different for you. You might thrive on a raw diet or you may need most of your meals cooked. But what I am speaking to is a plant-based whole foods diet, not a plant-based junk food diet. As many things as possible that come directly from nature, try to make them in a way where you're not altering them. How about we just bake a sweet potato and eat it that way? And feel free to add, you know, seaweeds and nutritional yeast and Bragg's aminos or super beautiful sea salts. You know, feel free to add these things to it. I'm not talking about eating something that's lifeless or tasteless. But what I am saying is we live in this beautiful planet and you know, I would ask you, when is the last time you sat down and ate an orange? Just peeled it and ate it. Or when is the last time that you grabbed a crisp apple in the areas that have colder climates and just sat down and ate that apple? Like that being your practice of presence. Literally sit down and eat an apple all the way to the core. These are the things that we're losing touch with. And in our connection to our healthy lifestyles, we think we need to have some special tonic that's created. I think we're missing a lot of healing from the earth by just not ingesting the local fruit, the local vegetables that are natural to our environment. So these are all things that we can do. And the final thing, the really final thing is to understand that we are divinely connected and protected. We do have a lot available to us in the areas of prevention 
and things that we can be doing on a daily basis to fortify our body temple so that we are thriving and balanced and in health. And if we're paying attention to what's going on, if we feel a little tired, we can cancel that party that we had agreed to go to, or we can opt to stay home and take a salt bath or eat a healthy meal. We can take measures to give ourselves a more fortified constitution so that if we do develop a flu or a common cold, we will have better ability to actually overcome it and just heal from it. The body has a great capability to heal itself. Our power is in our neutral loving compassion and also in our merging with the greatest power that we all have, and that is love. Part of living a life connected to your original unique divine blueprint is being fully seated inside your own body. So in my monthly mentorship community that's called Water Tiger, what we do is we explore techniques and meditations and practices that allow us to more fully embody our own individual being, meaning the physical body, and also our energetic self as authentic, free, sovereign beings. So within Water Tiger, we do practice a lot of deep self-care. Part of these are mirror practices, also certain mantras of when we're exploring the dialogue that we're engaging with with our body on a daily basis, moment to moment even. So we're redefining the way that we talk to our body as a divine organism, as a sacred technology. And so there's a lot to be sort of rerouted and rewritten because the normal patterns of self-talk is one of you're kind of okay, but you're really not exactly the one I prefer. <laughs> and as we know that if we had a friend that we talked to, the way we talk to our own body, the friend would cease to be our friend. So we have this just constant dialogue with ourselves that is so counter to really embodying the true divinity of who we are. And so in Water Tiger, the techniques are designed to allow you to fully embody this unique life print that you are so that you can truly, truly, truly fall in love with yourself as a divine emanation of consciousness. And then as you realize that in greater and greater levels, you can share your unique talents and beauty and miracles with the world because we all have some genius to share in some area or another. One of my life expressions has been the creation of a food line, which is plant-based cheese called Shrimu. And so if you need something to go alongside of your fresh cut apples, Shrimu is made with pure intention, devotion, and very pure ingredients. Everything has been soaked and cured and cultivated in a way it's not cheese, it's the next evolution of cheese. And this devotional offering is offered via a subscription service. So you can get it either monthly, every other month, or every three months. And so until next time, I'm sending you so much love. And I'll see you soon. Have a beautiful week. Namaste. Be love. Be true.
慢。